You are listening to And Press Play, written and recorded by James West. Hello all, and welcome back to And Press Play. This week, I'm reviewing the song Tunnel of Love by Bruce Springsteen, taken from his 1987 album A Tunnel of Love. Now, after releasing Born in the USA, which is a very, very famous album, as I'm sure you will have heard of it, um, an album that sold over 30 million copies, Springsteen was having issues. He was having marital problems, and he was experiencing isolation from the E Street Band, on top of you know, trying to make a new record. You know, how do you follow an album that sold 30 million copies? As a result of this, he wrote Tunnel of Love, an album which features himself playing most of the instruments with some members of the E Street Band contributing on certain songs. Tunnel of Love is, in my opinion, his best album and a favourite of mine. One of the things I particularly love about this album is that Springsteen traditionally never wrote love songs. Or, you know, when there are kind of songs that are a bit more about love, they're not really to do with love, they're to do with something else, like Rosalita, where he's trying to get his girl with him to follow him to the big city and make music and all the rest of it. But what this means is that when he did start writing love songs, which is in Tunnel of Love, he did a flipping awesome job of it. It's quite a record, and one I would strongly urge you all to check out. The song Tunnel of Love is not my favourite song on the album, I don't think it's even the I don't think it's the best song on the album either. However, it's easily in the top third. It still holds up pretty well, and it's one of the more E Street sounding songs on the record. The song opens with some synthesizer work and the sound of roller coasters in the background, which creates this light, vibrant atmosphere, which contrasts significantly against the previous song. Walk like a man ends with this kind of somber note. And this kind of jarring between the end of that song and beginning of Tunnel of Love is quite good. The drums are also very prominent in the mix as well, which create this very intense atmosphere. It continues for about the first 20 seconds of the record before the mood becomes noticeably more subdued with the help of some synthesizers and some guitar strumming, which just gives the song a little bit of edge. From a lyrical standpoint, the lyrics of this song basically compare the journey of love between two people with a roller coaster ride, and this is incredibly effective. The final line of verse 1 goes, Cuddle up, angel, cuddle up, my little dove, we'll ride down, baby, into this tunnel of love. Bruce's singing is energetic, but at this stage, it's still got a dose of optimism in it. In particular, the whole cuddle up, angel, cuddle up, my little dove, they've got these kind of cute pet names, you know, for each other. And, you know, you can kind of get that image of the two people at the start of the roller coaster being a bit excited, being a bit nervous, but happy to be together and all that kind of thing. After this, we get a short musical interlude which brings the synthesizer, the roller coaster sounds and the drums back to the forefront of the song. This helps pick the song up and gives it some energy now that the roller coaster has begun. Now we kind of hit verse two, which is my favourite. Lyrically, this song gets very deep very quickly and in a semi-subtle way. It starts off with, I can feel the soft silk of your blouse and them soft thrills in our little fun house, which to me represents the eagerness of young love and the excitement of it. The use of fun house is good because it further ties the journey of love and the roller coaster ride together. Then we hit the great lyrics, the lights go down and it's just the three of us. Me and you and all that stuff we are so scared of. Springsteen references that in every couple there is this third person 
which represents the mistrust, the anxiety, and the fears of the two people involved, which isn't often mentioned to the other person. I love the harsh drum sound that continues in this verse. It helps link everything together and helps to add background noise that you'd get on a roller coaster. The final two lines of this verse also are embellished with the use of Gary Talent on backing vocals, which helps give extra meaning to these lines and shows their significance in the story of the two lovers on the roller coaster. The music gets a bit more intense in the next verse. The drums and the synthesizers stay strong. There's a bit more guitar and the music stays very strong in the mix against Bruce's voice, which helps add an element of fun and danger to what has already been presented. The backing vocals in this verse get amplified as well as Patti Sialfa joins the chorus, which gives this song a new dimension. Lyrically, this song takes a turn for the weird as well, with there's a crazy mirror showing us both in 5D. And the other great line, there's a room of shadows that gets so dark, brother, easy for two people to lose each other in this tunnel of love. The first lyric I've always interpreted to mean that the mirror shows the future, as the fourth dimension is time, and therefore they are laughing at events that may happen in the future because they don't believe it'll happen now. I mean, you think about if they're two people young in love and they see all these images of them arguing or whatever, they may not simply believe it. The second one about the room of shadows always to me sounds like the shadows are all the things which split people apart, hence why it's easy for people to lose each other. So you've got the kind of image of the two people there on the roller coaster, and then around them is kind of this sea of shadows which represent the anxiety, the guilt, the mistrust, as I was saying earlier. Next we get a fabulous guitar solo courtesy of Nils Lufkin, who was new to the E Street Band at this time. It's a good guitar solo and provides a good break from kind of the rapid highs and lows that this couple are going through. Over the course of this solo, there is a lot of background voices. Now whether this is supposed to represent other people who may interfere with the couple, or these are the voices inside the couple's heads, I don't know. But it provides this eerie echo of problems that are lingering on from the early stages of the relationship that may not have been solved. The solo stops and we get a return to the synthesizer work of the early part of the song, and one final verse. By this time, Patti Sialfa's backing vocals are more prominent and provide the song with a very kind of eerie quality. Lyrically, it's another good verse, with Springsteen summarising the whole story he's been telling. Ought to be easy, ought to be simple enough, man meets woman and they fall in love, but the house is haunted and the ride is rough. I like this because it shows a relationship should be very simple and yet why it is so very hard. It should be simple, man meets woman and they fall in love, but why is it hard? The house gets haunted and the ride is rough. The tests are when the ride is rough and from an outside perspective there is a belief that if two people love each other then they will be fine. A naivety which kind of harks back to earlier in the album, uh, particularly in the kind of the songs of Ain't Got You or Tougher Than The Rest. To finish though, and this is kind of why I think this song is so brilliant, Springsteen offers this advice. You have to learn to live with what you can't rise above. I think this offers a slightly hopeful note uh, to the song. The ending of this song ends with Bruce singing and Patti Sialfa's haunting background vocals kept over a layer of synthesizers. I think this is a great kind of creepy ending for the song because it provides an air of mystery for the future of the couple but also there's this good image of the ghosts of their past still being around. Um, they can still impact the present. And what you kind of get as you close out is you get the sounds of the roller coasters again becoming slightly more prominent along with the backing vocals. And it kind of ties the two images together. 
and you know, as I've said earlier, provides this air of mystery about what the future may hold. To conclude, I'm going to give this song a 4.6 out of 5 because of its great lyrics and imagery, and it is easily one of the best songs I've heard which uses a comparison between love and something else. I love the semi-E Street band flavour to the song, and Nils Lufkin's guitar solo easily makes it so that the music matches the lyrics in terms of intensity. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next time. Ah!